Indie Music Live episode 214. How's everybody doing in uh, the Corona world? It's still here. Surprise, surprise. Um, Jojo Keys, tonight we have a great show lined up for you. It's a full house in the green room. Uh, we got some music from Robert Watson with his uh, new release called The Resistance. Uh, we've had a couple reviews on the website by this guy, and they call him something to the effect of the eclectic music man, something like that. And then we have featured artist Rachel Gleddy. Getty? What is it? <laughs> Gleddy. Gleds? That's well, we're gonna to talk to you about what your, what your name is because your username was Gleds, Rachel Gleds, right? Or something like that. Anyway, uh <laughs> Gleddy Joe. Jesus. Yeah, see. Yeah, Dave, you're really loud. Um, and then we also are gonna check out uh ironically our co-hosts and uh, panel guests brand new song back up. Uh, from Be Easy. So, how you doing, by the way, there, sir? You're looking good tonight. Doing Thank great, you. man. Feeling great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to to Be Easy, Dave. Yeah, oh. looking, looking great, feeling great. Yeah, of course he's talking to me, Dave. He said, I "Well, I mean, he good. said looking good, so I said, right, I mean, me. it's me." Oh, all right. You know, it's like a uh, Men in Black. You know, you're I'm the new hotness. Hey, no, you can't say that on YouTube, man. You can't. <laughs> YouTube has a lot of rules now. Yeah. Um, Dave, you're a little loud. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. So, Rachel Getty from Canada. We had another international show. She has a new song out called Shallow. We'll be talking to her in a minute. She's hanging out with us. Um, Dave? Yeah? You feel like, I feel like you have something. <laughs> yeah. Am I still loud? You're killing wow. Rob, man. All right. Dog ears. I will fix my mic during the break. That's actually better. Okay, okay. so anything new with you, dude? No, we, we have a few reviews that I will post uh, this week that are ready to rock. Um, other than that, yeah, just turning knobs and pushing buttons, man. Working hard over here <laughs> my other stuff. You don't need to, we don't need to talk about your bathroom habits. Okay, let's check out Robert Watson with The Resistance. We'll be right back.
Robert Watson, the resistance, you know, this guy is like the reason, one of the reasons, not him personally, but artists like him are the, are the reason that I started Indie Music Plus over five years ago now. Um, this guy's good, man. He's solid. He, uh, he does everything on his own and his music is very original and very, um, loose in a lot of ways, but cool at the same time, you know, real funky. Um, he does everything himself as far as I know. And he's, uh, you know, a real do it yourselfer, if you will. Got it. I got it. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go first here, man. Be easy. Sorry, dude. I get those points, Joe. I, I hear you, man. But and it's cool. You know, I got like the reggae island vibe kind of flavor going on with this stuff. Um, and this is kind of something you would hear at a live show where they're, he's just jamming. No vocals. It's like, cool. Yeah, I can feel it. But to actually make that the recording, I'm not sure about this, Joe. I'm not sure if that's like what I understand. Like, I'm not sure I understand what's going on here with this recording. Maybe BZ can enlighten us, but it's not what a lot of thoughts are going through my head. Like, should he have used electronic drums so that the timing's perfect because it kind of wavers a lot? Um, put more effort into the instrumentation and make it, you know, better tracking to kind of, I don't know, because it's just really just capturing like a live jam. And I'm not, I'm not sure if that's the best. Uh, well, that's kind of what he does though, really. I mean, that's, I know that's what he does, but if you're going to do a recording, why, why wouldn't you kind of take policy. the, you want more that, that's policy. like the opportunity to clean everything up. Yeah, and well, why not though? There's lots of there's lots lots of good music out there that doesn't sound perfect. Yeah, I, don't know, so I, you know, I yeah. liked it. I liked right. it for what it was, but I do agree with you that it did. It sounded like something that a jam, a live jam session, or like something meant for like a 1970s kind of movie. Yeah, like sure. I was getting like one of those old. Like black exploitation film kind of vibes, like the big Cadillacs rolling in the year, <laughs> that type of instrumentation. Yeah. Like, but I, I get what you're saying, Dave, about it being like it could have been a little bit more polished for the recording. You usually want something to be a little bit more No, and I get I get it. That's his maybe that's the point. It's like maybe he's saying to us, This is how I sound when I play live yeah. So here's here it is. I'm not gonna change it. This is what you're going to experience when you come see me and it, and Hey, that's all right. It's you know, it, it's that's something right. different. I'm all about people doing something different. So if it's like uncharted territory, 10 years from now, a lot of people might be doing it like this. Yeah, maybe like maybe. he doesn't have the vocals, but there's been a lot of albums that have been the live recordings of actual concerts and stuff like that. So maybe he's just taking it a step further and being like, Track one, track two, track three. Okay. You got to get with the times, Dave. Oh, like come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Canada, um, my famous segue. Hey, I have a question. Anybody know how many times I wore this shirt on this show? Let 18. I don't know. Probably like seven or eight. I don't know. <laughs> you said From 18. Alberta, Canada. Rachel, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good. What do you call yourself? Is it Rachel Gleds or Gleddy as an artist? 
Gleds is kind of just what I used on all my like junior high emails and it just kind of stuck. Um, but it is Gleddy. Okay, gotcha. That's why I was confused. I knew what your name was, but I didn't know. I was confused on <laughs> what your artist name was. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your new song, Shallow, and then we'll take a peek at it and come back and get deeper with Dave. Mm. Yeah, so um, like you already mentioned, I'm from Alberta, Canada, and I'm pretty new to the music world. Um, I just finished recording my debut EP, which will be released in September. Finished recording it like literally two days before everything shut down due to COVID. So that was like really lucky timing. Um, and yeah, so Shallow is the second single off of my EP. And it's basically about um, investing in people and relationships that build you up and kind of not caring about the ones that bring you down. So that's the gist. Cool. So let's take a peek and we'll be right back. against you as you have learned there will always be those eyes that wait for you to fall no that it comes as no surprise that they are unworthy at all no shallow isn't worth it at Rachel, great sound right there. Unique vocal delivery. Just, you know, it's it's interesting, very interesting, but very strong, very strong vocals. Um, so I, let me see here. I, I was checking out an interview you did on Big Sound, just kind of looking at some of your answers. And I, I, I was very impressed with uh, your viewpoints just about, you know, what's behind making music for you. It's very similar to what my own were and are where it's, you know, the word success, it's always a funny word. It's like when people kind of, um, I don't know, throw the word success into art, it, it gets a little muddy sometimes because a lot of people go to it, it's like, oh, how many albums did you sell? It's like, well, stop right there. That's business, you know, that's music business. That's not like the process of creating the art. So there's 
like you said, there's just like success just in completing it and moving people. And I, I really appreciate that. So was, did you maybe want to expand on that? Yeah, I mean, I think when it comes to like musical success, like the first thing, like I said in that interview was um, that you have to kind of give it your best. And I know that's kind of the cliche answer, but it, it is easy to kind of half-ass some of these things. Like it's good to be picky with your lyrics and everything else. Um, and in that, in that process too, just making sure that you're being authentic and genuine and you're not, you know, trying to maybe copy someone else because it's easier. Um, just focusing on your goals with like connecting with your audience and I don't know, like making it not just like a good listening experience, but like something that people can actually like connect to and relate to and walk away with something. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I'd, I'd say this with full confidence, like probably <clears throat> at least half of our <clears throat> uh, featured artists that we've had in the show the five years in the past five years is like if they had, you know, a $20 million marketing machine or distribution machine behind them, they would go gold or platinum, you know? So it's, it's truly like they have the talent and, and if you have enough money behind it, you will sell that many records. Mm -hmm. Um, so it really comes down to the decision maker of, you know, whether to put the money behind this handful of artists every year that you see, mm -hmm. uh, every time you turn on TV and you hear it every time you turn on the radio, cause that's what happens. But anyway, um, so yeah, the, the other part I wanted to ask you about is just like your, your influences here. I was, I was curious to hear how you describe your own music. I know you mentioned, you mentioned country, but the only the only way I would say country is just that those very minor like lap steel parts. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's like whenever you hear that instrument, it's like, oh, there's the country flavor right there. But really, that's that's all I heard in terms of uh, country influence. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, so everything I've, I've listened to like since I was little is just a giant mishmash of just like a bunch of genres. And I think that kind of comes out a little bit and um, when it comes to genre too, I always get like kind of confused of like where the lines are between everything. So I'm like, okay, I'll call it sort of country. Cause there's like, you know, there's some acoustic guitar and there's like a pedal steel in there. Um, but vocally, like I, I don't think I sound like a, you know, straight up country singer. So it's like, is it pop? Is it country? Is it singer songwriter? Like, I'm not really sure. What do you think that was? I'm curious. Well, I mean, like obviously i mean being from canada you're not going to hear any of the southern twang in your voice unless you try and manufacture it yeah so that's one thing for sure um it's like your delivery is so clean and and direct you know and i like that and i that's why but i, I don't know i don't know i'm not sure about that part but like the when i look at your like the civil wars and like uh allison kraus um Brandy Carlisle, it's like, I do hear a touch of that folk influence, but it's like really clean folk, you know, it's not, it's not old school folk where it, where it's usually like a kind of a lower level production quality. Mm -hmm. Like the civil wars is like, really, it's like super clean, like a lot of Americana influences and just, it's kind of the melodies that really make it folk, yeah. in my opinion. And that, that's kind of the place i see you sitting i guess right now so what do you think about that i think that sounds great <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's hard it's hard to like uh classify yourself 
I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's something I should probably, you know, take a day to meditate on to see what I am because that's what everyone asks you, right? So, but it, it's a hard question. So, I think it it happens naturally once you start getting a lot of feedback. I'm sure you know Joan Beasy can say the same thing, you know, because Beasy was uh, his early stuff was was really kind of uh, was like bubblegum pop. Kind of like Britney Spears. Yeah. Was, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was in a boy band. Backstreet Boys. Was, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, Beezy's always been rap and hip hop, but um, yeah, it that's that's how it happened for myself, you know, because I I've I've always kind of been this like alt rock type of genre, which is so wide, the spectrum so wide. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it just kind of was defined, I guess, over time, just through feedback and everything. But anyway, so that's unfortunate. You were just gearing up for this release before the pandemic. I know we've we've interviewed uh, maybe a couple dozen artists on this show since it hit, and everyone's kind of you know adapting in different ways. You know, people are writing more, uh, doing a lot of live streaming. How about that? Are you doing any performance on live video? Um. Like the correct answer would be yes, I'm doing a ton of it. But the reality is no, it actually makes me really nervous. But I am doing one at the end of the month to kind of get over that sort of like, I don't know, it's weird, like picturing like performing because when you're performing for an audience, like you're getting the energy back and you see reactions and it's like more interactive. Whereas like um, on live stream, it's almost just like I'm making a little home video, but it's live. So I just like, I just need to get over myself and do it. But no, I haven't been doing lots of it yet. So. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, the fans love it. There's no way around it. They just want to, they want to see who you are. Yep. <laughs> um, but last thing I wanted to cover was uh, just because the production quality on this was, was top notch. I mean, really, really smooth, really clean, uh, very impressive for like, a, you know, a artists early in their career, like you say. So did you want to kind of shout out I see these, the two Brads and a Brandon in there. Did you want to yes, talk absolutely. about them? Um, so Bradley Simons, Brandon Eunice, and Brad Smith were the three guys I worked with on this track. And they were like, they were like, I came in with all the songs already written and arranged. I kind of like gave them what I was hearing in like each section of the song. And they just like, it was super easy to work with them. Like, it was almost like, I'd be like, like I did a lot of beatboxing for them and they immediately knew what I meant somehow. And yeah, they just were like really easy to work with, which apparently like I've heard stories of people not having a good relationship with their producers and it sounds like a nightmare, but these guys were super chill and really, really talented, had a lot of good ideas. Um, the one guy plays like every single instrument. So like I did a lot of like, hey, can you put in like this certain part of the song and he'd just be like oh this and he'd just do it perfectly so yeah I was like they were very very talented and um I was like super blown away by like the end product versus what was like in my head so yeah awesome Rachel yeah so your website rachelgluddy.wixsite.com is that your main site yes it is all right so yeah check that out check out her music and when you finish that EP please send it to us yeah. So we can like share it around for you and uh, maybe have you back or something. Yeah, sounds great. All right, Rachel, we're going to move on here. Rob, if you're ready, what do we got? It's this crazy artist. We're actually going to play a Beezy tune. 
A B easy tune, huh? Yeah, let's why not? Let's do it. Cut him off, Rob. Cut him off. That was great. Back up. Let's play back up. I really dig this tune, man. Let's do it, Rob. Right there. The one to be playing with my nigga, watch how you saying shit. We'll get here with this command man when I'm on my dragon about saying shit. They saying they don't understand it as if I wrote it in Sanskrit. But my nigga, nothing was handed. I had to go and demand it. Some people feel like they know me simply because they know me as branded. I was so bad as a younger, my nigga, and so I was branded. Everywhere I went, they closed the door and said ain't no second chances. I found out that was a lie when I got when I'm taking advantage. Again, back up. I, I love the syncopated bass in this tune, man. Like the rhythm section, the warmth and tone. Very impressive, BZ. Yeah, it's good production on this. That's probably one of my yeah. favorite tracks I've heard of you. So what's what's different about the produ production process in this latest album? Is it kind of the same thing you've been doing a while, or you got some different people? You know what? It's a little bit different because... Um, like before I was really big on social media and getting out and networking with people and trying to build a fan base like that. So like this time around, I was a little bit more hands-on with a lot of the producers and stuff. So it was like, um, I got a producer named Brown Jewel Beats. We kind of like hooked up on Twitter and then she put me in tune with people and then now I'm texting oh, wow. the producers and I'm kind of telling them what I want. So it's like, I'm a little bit more hands-on in terms of like actually talking to producers about what I'm looking for instead of being like, oh, here's this beat, rap over it. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. So he that that's a name I never heard you mention before. So he's kind of he was kind of outside your circle. She. Oh, she. she. Yeah, look, I met her on social media. Uh, she actually produced the I Grind song on the project, and that was like one of the first songs I did, and I liked the way I interacted with her. So all the other producers, I started reaching out and kind of like building a rapport with them before deciding like, all right, you're going to be a producer on this project. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get a little more detail. Like it, it's the right level of compression is another another thing I would say. 
you know, compared. Yeah, the compression just in terms of the tracks, you know, when they it's a mastering uh, process. Well, it's because if you're using different producers, they're going to have different yeah. equipment. Yeah, so that, I think like that's I, that's probably part of her influence there, you know, because uh, um, I think your older stuff is just uh, it wasn't as it wasn't as smooth, I well, guess. Well, because he was just rapping over a beat. Yeah, and also I definitely took like a lot of stuff that uh, Dave said into account. Don't get a big head over there, Dave. What about um, me, no, just give me, just give me my royalties. <laughs> no, you know what? Because Dave is like, like Joe. Dave is super hard on the sound quality. Like that's his thing. So he's like really detailed about the little nuances in your sound. So like, I studied a lot of different YouTube videos, and I I, I mixed my own project this time, but it was more like after hours and hours of studying what compression was what's this what's that what's okay so how do i do this so i think i just did a lot more hands-on stuff instead of just being like oh my my vocals sound good over the beat all right i'm gonna give you a, another compliment here bz all right okay. it's like you i'm glad that you that you kind of dug that deep on it because that's the only difference between like the biggest artists in the world like, dude, they're not, they're not better lyricists than you. Like they don't, they don't write better words. It's like, what's the difference? It's like, yeah, they're running it through a $2 million mixing board. Yeah. And they have a team that will spend months making it so like palatable to your ears that, that it's like, you just want more. And that makes a difference. Yeah. This time I, I think, uh, like my close friends will tell you, like they probably all, heard like 20 different versions of like one song like i okay so how does this sound is the ad lib too high let me know go play it in your car i'm gonna go play it in my car and then you tell me what you heard and then i'll tell you what i heard so it yeah. was just like a like i was more serious about the sound because i knew i was going to give it to indie music plus you can't <laughs> come to dave with that with that sound <laughs> that sounds like you rapping in a can yeah, so was, and when you throw in the car and then the, the speakers are get like like crackling yeah, and everything, that matters. Your friends yeah. may not say that to you, but it's like when you leave, they'll be like, man, that was all like, I, I can't listen to that like scratchy shit. Yeah, so this time around, everything uh, just went through a better process of just being yeah. like, fine tooth comb, fine tooth. Well, the words on point, okay, the words on point. How does my voice sound with this production here? Like, is, my, is the beat complimenting my voice? my voice complimenting the beat so i felt a, a lot better that's why the song is back up as y'all remember i had back on my feet this is kind of like part two to that oh cool so yeah, i can like, pretty much always tell when somebody like a rapper is like just rapping over a beat as opposed to crafting their beat over to fit their thoughts you know what i mean or whatever they're rapping yeah. about so definitely a big difference on here all right, guys. So uh, I need to go sit on my couch and watch some TV. <laughs> I need to rush to my couch right now. No, but it's always good to have him be easy here. He's always, always messaging him. He's probably one of my favorite guests to have on and uh, is one of the long-term guests. And so it's always great to have you, man. You're one of my favorites. So thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. Hey, I love being here. It's fun. Dave tries to challenge you sometimes. I mean, he got soft a little bit. But he tries to challenge me most of the time. 
I think he's a little buzzed tonight. He's like slurring his words and he's not coming with like the hard this. questions. Where, where's the hard stuff? Yeah, I'm just I'm rushed. I'm rushed today with other work. I'm sorry. Yeah, actually, oh yeah, that's right. Dave's got to go too. Okay, so uh, Rachel, thanks for hanging out with us. Kicks video H I X V I D O. If you need some professional live stream production, call Robert Hicks, message him, or just uh, well, don't show up to his house. Probably won't like that. Um, Jojo Keys has been episode 214. We'll be back next week. Cheers.